Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, overall, this whole pattern, which I really thought I had a good handle on last week. I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) I think this was a boss, no question about it. The upper load did cut off, but instead of cutting off, well, I thought it could cut off like south of New York City or maybe, you know, just east of uh, east of Long Island. It cut well off to the east, which means it's basically just a cold front. There's not even a whole lot of wind. You're listening mm-hmm. to Weather Insider for Monday, November 22nd. Uh, Bernie Reno, Jessica Pash and uh, Jess, let's. Let's talk about really quickly the the front, and that's really all it is. And you know what? Um, it, it's fast moving, so the cold air is in. It, it's it's impressive. I mean, it's not record, but it's mid December cold, and it, you know it is going to feel like the twenties and thirties, no doubt about it. But you know, I really thought there'd be a lot stronger winds and a lot more travel delays. But you know, luckily, that ain't happening. Yeah, I'm sure we'll still see some delays here and there, but overall, certainly not quite as impressive as what we were thinking. On top of that, I just wanted to touch on the cold because we've been talking about, you know, getting a really, really cold air mass to really get the lakes going. And I think that this air mass is cold enough that we will see a good amount of snow downwind the Great Mm -hmm. Lakes, especially off of Lake Ontario. I think we'll see some good snow in and around maybe Syracuse area. Um, couple inches of snow likely but of course it looks like the highest snowfall accumulations are going to be up towards canada maybe the up of michigan and that's where some of the coldest air is going to be today mm-hmm. too and those AccuWeather real field temperatures could be down to single digits for yeah. folks up there so even though the winds are not quite as strong as we thought they're still strong enough that we're going to see some really, really, really cold AccuWeather real field numbers. Yeah, there's no question about it. Like in, in Detroit and Chicago, you're in the 20s today. Now, I thought you could be in the teens, but the wind's just not that strong. And along the 95 corridor tomorrow, lots of 20s and 30s. So listen, it's colder. There's no question about it. But I, I really thought that uh, th- this trough would would close off a little closer to the coast, to the 95. You'd get more colder air. You'd have a longer period of not only winds, but it'd be stronger winds. But everything's just what we say progressive. It's moving east. It's in, it's out. And by Wednesday, it starts to turn milder. We will have another cold front, though, as we move into Thursday. But real quickly, you know, if anybody's doing it, you know, a lot of people traveling today and tomorrow. But, it, you know, typically Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving is the busiest travel day of the year. And if you are traveling, uh, Jess, I really don't see many problems. No, I agree. I think that high pressure kind of in control across much of the eastern, you know, half to th- or other third to half of the country We have to watch that storm in the Northwest, maybe bring some snow to the mountains, to the Rockies. But aside from that, it's fairly quiet across basically the entire country, which, again, no complaints there. No. And you know what? We're getting late now 
in the year. We really have not had a major storm so far this fall. That is a, a storm that either comes up the eastern coast or comes across the Midwest where you have your first significant storm, whether it's west of the 95, you typically don't get it along, uh, you know, from the I-95 toward the coast because water temperatures are too warm yet. But, you know, interior snow, even back here in, say, college, some lake effect, Rochester, Syracuse, they're getting some, or even a snowstorm that goes across Minneapolis, uh, parts of the upper Midwest. We've not had any storms like that so far this season. And, you know, you start talking mid to late November is when you should start looking at things. But I was talking to you before. I've, I've, I've looked a little into the crystal ball and I'm listen, <laughs> long range forecasting is not something that I, I typically do. I'm usually like you are in, in the shorter range, but a couple of things I've noticed. If you bear with me for a second, <laughs> you've got, a, you've got our next two troughs coming in, Jess, one on Friday, one on Monday. You know, and they're digging troughs. They go across the eastern United States. And by the time they close off and go negatively tilted, negatively tilted means the orient of the trough is northwest to southeast. You know, they're too far east. Any storm that would happen to form would be off the east coast. It's cold. There's some lake effect, but there's really no significant storm. You agree with that, right? Yes. Now, at some point, I have to believe that instead of these troughs locking up and closing off or, or strengthening in the eastern United States, that one of them in the next, I don't know, late next week or next 10 days, one of those troughs as the ridge builds in western Canada, what the trough gets uh, comes south, it digs, and all of a sudden you get a deep trough going somewhere across the central part of the country, and then a storm forms along that eastern trough, and we ha finally have our big storm somewhere where someone's going to get quite a bit of snow with it, you know, where you can see several inches over a large area. I have to believe that that is coming within the next 10 days, two weeks. So that would take us somewhere in the, you know, first, first or, uh, you know, 10 days or so first week or 10 days in the month of December. I got to believe that's coming down the road here. I would agree. And I was just looking at some of the upper models, upper air models here for the storm that comes in later this week for folks that might be out and about shopping in the Northeast on Friday. And that one looks a little bit interesting. It does look like it goes negative and cuts off there, but it's a question I think of, you know, how much cold air is there out mm -hmm. ahead of that storm? Yeah. And, and listen, before you get any storm, you need an injection of cold air. But, you know, but even that trough, I mean, yeah, I could see some in New England, but it's just it's not digging far enough. It, it doesn't go negative until it's too late. Anything off the eastern seaboard, we're probably off the eastern seaboard. Same thing for Monday. I think it's got to be after that. I think it's got to be like a week or 10 days from now. I What, what I'm looking for, instead of something locking off in the northeast, I'm looking for, uh, for the ridging to go in western Canada, and then you get the trough, like the trough that we had now, the depth of the trough we have now. Instead of being off the east coast, I'm looking for that axis to be somewhere from, I don't know, Chicago to a New Orleans, something like that. Then you get a storm to form along that. And then it either comes up the Appalachians or comes up the Eastern coast. Now, it, I, I think there's signs of that happening because we're getting the cold air into the Northeast, at least, and the parts of Midwest, at least we're building the cold air. But I think we're due because it's been too quiet 
in, in the in the central and eastern U.S., it's just been way too quiet that something's got to give here. I think by the first week or, 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 or 10 days within December, it's a hunch. Just seeing what I've seen over the years and seeing what I'm seeing now, we'll see if that hunch is a hunch or if it's just wishful thinking. That's right. And I think that part of that also has to do with how long we've had the warm air and how well into fall it did not feel like fall. So now it feels like right now we're starting to head into fall and getting these transitionary periods of going from warm to very cold now. We'll see. We'll see how things unfold over the next couple of days. It might just be wishful thinking, but you know what? You spoke it. Mother Nature heard it. And we'll see what happens here. Yeah, you just got to be careful. Don't be too cocky. (laughs) You can't be too cocky because then uh, Mother Nature doesn't like when you're cocky. So we'll see if that works, Jess. But I really think at some point, I, I don't really think I'm going out on the limb here. I mean, once you get into the November, December, you should be looking at a storm, uh, a major snowstorm or or some kind of storm, at least with several inches somewhere in the central and east of the United States, eastern U.S. There should be one. And I think we're just due because we haven't had it yet. I would agree. Do you think there's any travel concerns here Friday? Maybe folks that maybe won't spend the whole weekend wherever they're going. No, you know, I didn't I didn't think so. I do think you have to watch that front that comes into the uh, northeast Thursday night and Friday, certainly up in New England. But I just think there's not enough. There's not enough moisture with it. And, you know, I, I think this is great for the ski resorts. Certainly up there because you know what they'll get some snow and then they'll be able to make snow and of course for the ski resorts this time frame of Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year is when they make their money. This is the busiest time of the year. So I think from that standpoint, it's good news because they'll be able to make some snow even some of the ski resorts farther south. So I think it's good news. But again, let's see how that works out. Uh, until then, though, I think it's relatively quiet. You know, uh, for much of this week, let's watch that next uh, upper low uh, that 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 comes across northern New England. But again, it's so far north. I can't believe we would do much of anything significant. But until it leaves, you have to track it. That's right. And the only other storms that look to be coming in are for the Pacific Northwest. Well, that could be a problem on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a problem. Now, because it does look to me like there's some kind of tropical influence mm-hmm. or, or large, I don't want to call it an atmospheric river because I want to make sure we use that term because, you know, that is when you, well, what we had, you know, uh, over a week ago where you had, you mm-hmm. know, five, six, seven inches of rain. I don't think it's like that, but I, I am concerned that you can get a few inches in that area. What from Bellingham toward mm-hmm. Quillute toward Southwestern parts of uh, British Columbia. And that was the area that was inundated last time. And I, I, I do think you have to keep an eye on that. I think you're right about that. Yeah. It's other parts of British Columbia highways just completely washed out yeah. by some of that water. It was incredible to see some of the videos and images coming out of there. And obviously terrain plays a part of it. You have lots of mountainous area mm-hmm. that does, you don't need as much rain to get flash flooding. But I mean, they had four, five, six, seven inches of rain. Again, I don't think this system is going to have that, but that is one thing to watch as we move into Thursday. That's right. And aside from that, quiet pattern for much of the central part of the nation, aside from the cold for now, really looks nice and quiet. And again, no complaints for anyone that's doing any traveling over the next couple of days. They are going to be very thankful. 
no, no, no complaints from Miss Pasha about her Patriots, who all of a sudden, oh, yes. all of a sudden, yes. you're in first place, aren't you? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. All of a sudden you have happy. a defense, you have a quarterback. Meanwhile, if you, heard the, if you heard the <laughs> screams at the Reno household, it was when Darnell Savage dropped the interception with two minutes left to go in the game that would have given the Packers what inside the Minnesota, well, in the Minnesota side of the field, I believe, mm-hmm. with two minutes, two timeouts, tie game. Crosby hasn't been doing well, but I think Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's one thing to lose the game. And then it's another whether where you th- and you know what happened? I saw the interception. They went to commercial and I was like, this is great. Either Green Bay is going to win the game or they're going to go in overtime. And then I come back from the commercial and they're saying, you know what? It looks like he dropped it as he hit the ground. And then, you know what? When that happened, you just know. You know, it's gone. It's gone. You know, when this stuff happens against you, you just know it's not your day. Yeah. And. It's not our day, so we'll lick our wounds. We lost, by the way, one of our linemen to ACL, so things are trending down for a moment, but at least we're eight and three. Yeah, and we're trending up for the Patriots. We still have the Bills twice. We have not played the Bills yet, and I said, wish we would get the Bills now, get them in two weeks, but they're, you know, hurt them all What happened to the Bills? (laughs) What has happened to the Bills? I have no idea what's happened to them, but you know what? As you and I know, it's a long season. It's not where you start. It's where you finish. That is right. We'll see how things go. All right. Listen, Jess and I will be back with you tomorrow. We'll talk a little more about next week. Talk about the travel. Don't forget to download the AccuWeather app. It's a free download on your mobile device. We'll keep you ahead of the storms. For Jessica and myself, have a good Monday. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.